0: Welcome back to Decom, Cool, and Collected. I'm Kelly. I'm Elizabeth. And this week we watched Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior. And before we get into anything, <laughs> there's some things we need to address about this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, we wanted to talk about this because this is obviously a depiction of it's a Chinese culture that they um, talk about in this film. So we wanted to know like if this was accurate at all or just like if anything it was stereotypes, based in, like cultural legend. Or- yeah. Um, and I found a couple of videos that I'll link below from Asian Americans who, like, talked about this film, and basically, I think the consensus was, like, there are some stereotypes, and that isn't good, obviously, but there also are some that aren't stereotypes and, like, positive depictions from this, so... There's that. I heard a lot of them talking about Brenda Song in general and how, like, seeing Brenda Song when they were kids was, like, so important to them because it was, like, Asian representation. Brenda Song is the most underrated Disney Channel actor in history. This is a hill I will die on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, and, like, um, I know one of them did bring up, too, like, throughout their time growing up, there was a lot more, like, Chinese representation. Not a lot, but more than there had been. But for, like, other Asian countries, like like, Korean or, like, Vietnamese or anything like that, there wasn't a lot, so, I don't know, there's good and bad things, there's also, like, the whole, like, this is a kung fu movie, which is, like, (laughs) stereotypical just in general, but. Yeah, and the kung fu is rooted in some sort of, like, ancient magic, basically, and not a none of that really stems from any like real culture from what i looked up it might but from what i looked up i didn't see anything very accurate about what accurate i mean like that it comes from anything that actually exists in this culture well there was the legend that they used one of the videos i watched said that like this yeah. was kind of similar to a legend that Yeah there i have that written in down chinese somewhere. culture there were a couple of things that they mentioned that I looked up and I was like, okay, that's real, that's not that's yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, so okay, so obviously this movie stars Brenda Song, who, like I said, this is what, our third appearance of Brenda Song, and still not our last. Mm-mm. Like, um, there's a sweet life of Zack and Cody movie, and then she might be in something else that I'm forgetting, I don't remember. Yeah. Um But yeah, I, I don't think Brenda Song gets enough credit for Carrying Disney Channel on her back. she Well, and she was, like, started on Disney Channel when she was, like, the age yeah. that she played, and then just so long after. Yeah. And we're gonna do a special episode on Pass the Plate. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that'd be, like, four minutes long. I love zucchini. But on IMDb, whenever I clicked on like the thing for *Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior*, they had the video of the Mike Super Short Show that was like advertising the DVD for *Wendy oh. Wu Homecoming Warrior*. And she <laughs> I was, was like, on she was it. Was Mike Super Short Show? She was. <laughs> I don't remember that. There are. Very... I watched it and then I really remembered it. There are. I d- I don't remember anything.
1: Advertise Stoner. Yeah, well I remember Allison Stoner. <laughs> I
0: remember um being shocked when I learned her name was not Sally. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. These aren't just children in their basement? <laughs> why did Disney do weird stuff like that? Like why I did they know. do pass the play? Why did they like, do Mike's super short Disney show? Disney 41. Yeah, they also had Disney, Disney 411. Yeah. <laughs> so, why did they do that? Just so those like were, fill like, up struggling time? actors too. <laughs> That was weird. Anyway, um, fun fact. So I'm not going to go into Brenda Song's filmography we already did that. But fun fact, she is a black belt in Taekwondo. Ooh. So Good she was Brenda. right in her element. Um, The other star of this movie is Shin Koyamata. Do you remember when he was in the Disney Channel games? No. <laughs> I do. And I was like, this guy's not going to show up anywhere else besides Wendy Wu. Why is he here? <laughs> like, no offense. <laughs> yeah, nope. Don't remember that. Um, but he has done, like, a few other movies, mostly, like, kung fu movies. Um, some fun facts. He is a direct descendant of the Koyamata clan, which is a higher-ranking samurai clan from the Satsuma domain. This was on IMDb or Wikipedia. I don't remember which one. He has a third degree in Japanese calligraphy, a third degree black belt in karate, a second degree black belt in taekwondo, and a first degree black belt in kung... jung... Mu, Soo, which is Korean Royal Court Martial Arts. And he was a national champion in Northern Shaolin Kung Fu. Um, as of now, he runs the Koyamata International Foundation, which, according to its website, empowers global youth and women to reach full potential by providing humanitarian aid to promote global peace and sustainable development. I love their website. It's, like, pretty legit. Mm. He's really doing it. Good for him. <laughs> um, Susan Chuang. Chuang. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry if I mispronounced any of these. I, I'm not meaning to. Um, she plays the mom. She was in The Big Bang Theory. A few episodes here and there. The Big Bang Theory, How to Get Away with Murder, Shameless, uh, Friends, and Miss too. But I know her because she was in Victorious as the sushi restaurant owner. Um, <laughs> and the little girl who was in Jade's Play. That was her daughter. I already know her because she was in Shameless as the doctor who impregnated Katie Seagal. That's what I thought! I, I, I said she was a doctor, and I was like, oh, is that the, <laughs> the one who gave Katie Seagal octuplets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the only other person I recognize is Justin Chan, who plays Peter... Uh, he was a New Girl. He was one of Bella's friends in Twilight. Yes, he was Eric in Twilight. And I saw this on, like, I think, Twitter or something. The first Twilight movie does such a good job of representing what, like, teenage boys are like. Like, he has an iconic line in the first movie where he has a worm on a stick and he goes up to Bella and he says, Bella, look, it's a worm. And then he's, like, walking around, like, showing the worm to people and they're, like, running away from him. This is all happening in the background of, like, Edward, like, brooding over Bella and Bella brooding over Ed- Edward. The acting, it's impeccable. And then he also says La Push. It's La Push, baby. What is that? (laughs) La Push Beach. What? (laughs) They go to the beach. (laughs) La Push. What does that mean? It's the the beach is called La Push Beach. Oh. (laughs) And they're just like talking about it. And that's what he. Everyone had a crush on Bella. We t- kind of talked about this last time.
1: I and don't he know had a crush why. On Bella. Yes, everyone
0: know. had a crush on Bella. Her headbands. <laughs> no, she only wore a headband like <laughs> once. <laughs> um, I recognize this guy from Just Jordan. I don't know if you remember that show. It was like a short-lived show on Nickelodeon starring Lil JJ. I do kind of remember that. Yeah, <laughs> and he played one of his friends. I remember as him from is Twilight. That's the only person I had. Um, oh, in New Girl, he played um, the guy who owned the restaurant who kept sliding menus under the apartment door, and Jess was like, you are killing the planet. Damn. <laughs> Do you remember that episode? <laughs> I don't. I know you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to our viewers. Our listeners. Yeah. Okay, that's all I have. Oh, also, the teacher, her history teacher, was... I didn't write it down because I thought you would mention it, but I forgot what it was, so never mind. I didn't recognize it was something you've seen that I haven't. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) all right, shall we begin? Let's jump into "Windy Wu: Homecoming Warrior." So this movie begins at a monk temple in Mongolia. Um, We see Shen fighting six months in martial arts. Um, And Shen has, like, a ponytail of hair, and the rest of them are bald. We don't understand that yet, because I was like, why does he have hair? Yes, um, the head monk comes down and tells Shen that it is time. Evil Yan Lo has awakened and is on his way. Um, on IMDb, it says that Yan Lo is a play on words from Mandarin, and refers to Emperor of the Chinese Flames. Okay. Um, Shen tells the head monk that he is ready, and they give him this box with, like, these four golden animal figures. Um, and then they say, she is in Fair Springs, California. And then they open this scroll that's just, like, a picture of Brenda Song. (laughs) Yeah, well, and Shin says that he won't let the master down, and they're like, well, we're not worried about you letting us down, so already they're a little doubtful. Of Wendy. (laughs) Um, so then, on this picture, we transition to this, like, doodle that Wendy is drawing of herself (laughs) in her (laughs) homecoming Um, the teacher, she's not paying attention, and her teacher asks her to identify this mountain rage in northern China, but she was saved by the bell because she does not know the answer. Yeah, um, at lunch, her friend Lisa is crying because her and her boyfriend broke up. And they're like, "Ugh, why can't I have a life like you, Wendy? Your life is perfect. You're the most popular girl in school. You're gonna win homecoming queen, and you have a perfect boyfriend." And whenever she says, whenever they say this, her boyfriend Austin walks over, and he's like, "I got a salad for lunch, I not because thought. you're fat, but because <laughs> I'm trying to bulk up, or I don't know something like that." I never thought Austin was cute. He wasn't. His <laughs> hair was really weird. Yeah, <laughs> Um, so as they're, like, talking at the lunch table, Wendy looks over and sees that Jessica is handing out baked goods, campaigning to be homecoming queen. Wendy is like, oh my god, this cannot be. Jessica is my nemesis. She has copied everything I have done since the second grade. Remember all the times that she's copied me, and her friends are like, what are you gonna do? Look at your brother. He's gonna eat her baked good. So Wendy's like, Peter, no, and throws her lipstick at the cookie and breaks it in half perfectly. And yeah, the cookie is, like, <laughs> iced down the middle, and the lipstick breaks the cookie perfectly on that line. Yeah. Um, and so, Wendy goes over to Peter, and she's like, don't eat that cookie, you can't vote for her, that's my nemesis, what are you doing? Did you notice that their names are Wendy and Peter and Wendy? Oh, I didn't. I was watching this movie, and I was, like, and I was like, I, don't know, I was, like, talking to myself in my head, and I was like, oh, like Peter and Wendy, and I was like, <gasps> Peter and Wendy. Why would they do that? (laughs) I don't know. Their parents were really trying to, like, get away from their culture, so they said, (laughs) Peter Pan. Let's do Peter Pan. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. Yeah, and then Peter's like, "Uh, well, look at your boyfriend, because Jessica's handing a muffin to her boyfriend. So again, Wendy's like, don't eat that, Austin! Yeah, so Wendy and Jessica like fake nice to each other for a hot minute. They're like, oh, good luck! Mm -hmm." (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really it. Um, so after school, Wendy is at her mom's work complaining about Jessica. Uh, mom works in this, um, like, sort of, like, natural history museum, and the museum director put mom in charge of this ancient Chinese artifacts exhibit, even though she doesn't really know anything about them. It's racist. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> Um, Wendy, while she's complaining, she almost, like, knocks this, uh, like, probably, like, priceless vase off a table, but it's okay, because she, like, ninja kicks this box over to save the vase before it falls, because there's, like, hay in it and stuff. Oh, yeah, we didn't, whenever she threw the lipstick earlier, it was, like, very precise and, like, very quick, something that a normal teenage girl would not just be able to do. Everyone, including Wendy, was like, what just happened? (laughs) Yeah. Um, so... Uh, Yeah, her mom is just like, I don't know anything about this. Like, I used to think my mom's stories about Buddhist legend were just silly. Um, And Wendy's still complaining, but mom's like, you need to remember more important things than homecoming, like your chores. And Wendy's like, oh, I got it. I'll make cupcakes for my campaign. This is great. This will blow Jessica out of the water. (laughs) Yeah, because Jessica just made cookies and muffins, not cupcakes. No, no. Uh yeah. Uh, so, so Shen is walking from the airport in <laughs> his like full monk attire. Yeah. Like a robe and like socks and sandal things. I don't know the specific terms he looks like a monk. <laughs> like yeah. what you imagine a monk to look like. Um, he tries to hitchhike, but no one's picking him well, up. Well, he's just, like, waving. He's yeah. not, like, he doesn't obviously <laughs> know the international symbol for hitchhiking. Yeah, so instead he uses his monk powers to magically sit on top of the, top of a van and meditate. <laughs> and go into the city. Yeah, um, at home, Wendy and Dad are making cupcakes, uh, Grandma is watching this Chinese soap opera, and she's, like, yelling at the TV, and Dad is- In Mandarin. L- in Mandarin. And Dad is like, why don't you watch an American soap opera so we can all understand? Like, bitch, let her live. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mom comes home, and she asks Grandma for help with the exhibit. Uh, she's like, I have, like, some of this research, but I need more, like, folklore and legends. And she's like, I was too young. Grandma was like, I already told you this. Yeah, and Grandma's she's like, annoyed. She's like, you never listened before. Yeah, she's like, I was too young to appreciate them the first time. And she's like, plus, like, it's not like I'm, I, like, I was missing anything. And yeah, like her Chinese culture. Yeah, and Grandma says, just because you don't miss it doesn't mean it isn't missing. Oh, Grandma, Ooh. coming up with the facts. Um, so... There's a special delivery at the museum. Oh, yeah, there's a special delivery at the museum. And so this, like, uh, delivery driver, like, gives it to the guard. And the guard takes this box and he's just like, a Chinese thing or something. I don't know. <laughs> what he says is really weird. And then he goes and takes it to the room where all of the other stuff for the Chinese exhibit is. He sets it down. And whenever he walks away, we see that the box has this, like, green glowing light to it. So we're like, ooh, what's going on with that? It also kills a flower on the desk. Yeah, so <laughs> spooky spooky-o. Um, Shen approaches the Wu household and he, like, <laughs> opens this scroll with like, a drawing of the house on it. So he's like, ah, yes, this is the one. This is the house. <laughs> um, Wendy and Dad are finishing the cupcakes when Shen knocks on the door and Wendy answers. Um, Shen is immediately like, you look different. And Wendy's like, you know me? And he's like, yes, you are Mayshon? Meish- Mayshon? Yeah, something like that. That's how exactly it's pronounced, I'm very sorry. Uh, a woman warrior born in the Wei Dynasty sworn to defeat evil. Uh, he bows and says, it is your time again. Obviously, Wendy is freaked out and, and sl- closes the door, but he, again, he uses his monk magic to rush in. Yeah. He says he is a Buddhist monk from the Genji Mountain Temple. I looked that up, that's not a thing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, and she tries to, she's, like, holding a broom, because she's cleaning up after the cupcakes, and she, like, tries to fight him with, like, these, like, cool broom, like, martial arts skills, and she's eventually able to kick him out. Um, I looked up Mei Song, mm-hmm. the woman that, like, the legend is based on, and she was real, she was a medieval Chinese military warrior, However, I did not see anything about this legend where every 90 years this evil spirit awakes and her descendant must fight him. Gotcha. Um, So back at the museum, the security guard notices uh, this green light coming out of the exhibit room. Um, He opens the box to find this glowing green orb. He's probably not allowed to do that. (laughs) Yeah, you're definitely not. Um, This samurai ghost like yeah. pops out and possesses him. Yeah, and so it's like this green light, and whenever this, uh, it's Yon-Lo. Whenever Yon-Lo, yeah. like possesses someone's body, their eyes turn green, and it freaked me the that fuck out. That freaked me when out I too. A kid. I eyes of different colors. I've talked about this before. <laughs> eyes like changing colors in front of you, terrifying. I hate it. I remember walking upstairs and. Yeah, I was walking – or I walked into the living room, and I saw this, like, image on the TV of someone's, like, glowing green eyes, not like Danny Phantom, and then, like, green, like, breath coming out of their mouth. It freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so Yan Lo is now in the guard, and, um, as he's, like, walking around – oh, he picks up a picture of Wendy and Peter that's sitting on the mom's desk, and he, like, knows, like, oh, this is – this is the warrior – and so he goes, and Peter happens to be knocking on the door delivering pizza. And Peter's, like, hey, Peter like... works. He is a pizza delivery boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so he knows, like, the guard because his mom works there. And so he's, like, hey, like, here's the pizza. And he's, like, you're acting kind of weird. And the uh, the guard, like, points to the picture, points to Wendy. And Peter's, and he's, like-, like, grunts. He's, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Peter's, like, yeah, that's my sister Wendy. Like, like you know you her. You know her. <laughs> yeah. And so then he opens his mouth and, like... Jan Lo's spirit goes into Peter instead because <laughs> he's like, Oh, I'm gonna get close to Wendy through her sister. Yeah, the guard comes too, and he's just kind of like, What? Yeah, and Peter, like, has already walked away. He's like, going home. Um, Wendy is on the phone telling her friends about this weird monk that showed up at her door and fought her. Yeah. (laughs) Um, she assumes that Jessica sent him to scare her. (laughs) Yeah. Um, as Wendy's slipping through the channel, she sees Jessica as the guest weather person on channel 4. Um, yeah. Yeah. And And she announces that she'll bring cupcakes tomorrow for her homecoming run. And so Wendy's like, no, not cupcakes. She screams into the pillow. And at first I was like, okay, Wendy, like, calm down. But then I was like, I guess when you're a teenager, everything is everything. I mean, you also, she did spend all that time making cupcakes. Yeah, mom says she made 500 cupcakes. Yeah. That's more than our entire high school student body. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so Possessed Peter comes back home. Um, Shen is just, like, casually meditating in their, like, side courtyard. This is a ginormous house. Yeah. Well, (laughs) he can sense something is off immediately. Yeah, as Peter's walking in. Um, through the window, Shen sees Peter holding the green orb above Wendy as she's asleep on the couch. Yeah. Um, Shen, like, sneaks in through Grandma's window, and then he goes, um, over to, like, the upstairs balcony, and jumps off and kicks the orb into the fish tank. Um, He holds up this, like, necklace that, like, wards off Mm Yanlo, and then they quietly fight in the living room while Wendy is sleeping the whole time. Yeah. Um, they keep landing on this, like, dusty rug, like, every time they land on it, dust comes up, but it's, like, clearly a mat that a rug is... Yeah, <laughs> so well, and perfect. then every time after they, like, land, they remove the mat to make it seem like it's not there, yeah. but it's very <laughs> obvious that it is, and it would have just been better if they just left it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Peter, I was like, who's Pete? Peter, who's, pos- who's possessed by Yan Lo, takes these two fish from the fish tank, and throws them at Shen. And Shen is like, ah, I must save these fish! (laughs) So Yan is like, Shen is like, struggling to save these fish and put them back into the tank. Um, and as he does that, he's able to go and like, kick the orb again, but whenever he kicks it away, it like, vanishes and disappears. There's no explanation of like, where this orb come from, comes from, or how it keeps appearing when it passes from like, person to person. No. Um, Shen grabs the necklace medallion again, and Peter stops, um, and so Yan Lo transfers from Peter to the family dog. Cupcake! And leaves. Yeah. And that's really creepy. Whenever it's in Cupcake's eyes, her eyes, like, flash green. It's scary. I don't like it. I don't know why Shen didn't, like, take the dog. He just let it leave. Yeah, the dog just left. The family dog. And no one's worried about it the next day. Yeah, no one's like, where's the dog? <laughs> no. Um, Peter is confused, but like doesn't question it. He's just like, what happened? And he's like, okay, I'm going to bed. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Shen is like hiding on the ceiling. So no one sees him. Yeah, so then we cut to the next morning at breakfast. Mom is telling Dad about the Chinese history that she's learned so far, like, working on the exhibit and how it's really interested. And Dad's kind of interested in it, too. Uh, Mom shares a story about a legend that every 90 years there's a warrior – Oh, that the terracotta warriors, the soldiers that, uh, they have at the exhibit, come to life with the spirit of Yan Lo, and that there's a, uh, like, warrior who can save everyone from evil. She's kind of, like, laughing, like, ha ha ha. Yeah. none of this is real. Well, and she's also like, this is so interesting, like, I didn't care about this at all when I was a kid, our Chinese culture... Um, at this point, Wendy comes downstairs, and she's like, Peter put this ugly medallion on me while I was sleeping. That's weird. Tell him to fuck off. She's like, ha ha, funny prank. Like, yeah. I, that would definitely not be the first thing that comes to my mind if I woke up with an unknown necklace around me. Like, ha ha, brother, you're so funny. Yeah, I don't know what I would be thinking, but... <laughs> Um uh, yeah so Wendy um notices a picture of the Ginji Mountain Temple monks uh that mom has had on the table cuz she has like all of her exhibit stuff there and she sees a bald shen um but she's like really confused cuz she's like don't like these monks have like ponytails and she's like no they they all shave their heads Um, Wendy leaves for school. She leaves the 500 cupcakes at home. Well, yeah, because Jessica's bringing cupcakes, so she can't possibly bring her cupcakes. Um, Shen watches both Mom and Wendy leave while he's sitting in a tree. Um, he goes inside, and Grandma is holding the necklace that he put on Wendy. Um, and she speaks- they start speaking to each other in Mandarin. Um, she asks Shen if her granddaughter is a warrior, and he says yes, and so she gives back the necklace and asks him to protect her, and he says, it is my destiny, too. Yeah, so, Wendy is outside, and she's getting into a car with her friends, but as this happens, Shen sees her, and he's, like, yelling, like, Wendy, Wendy, you need this, like, take this necklace, and Wendy just gets into the car, and she's like, please drive away, this is scary, which I would do the same thing. (laughs) So, uh, her friends are driving off, and Shen steals this little boy's scooter, and, uh, Wendy's telling her friends that the b- guy in the bathrobe is approaching uh, because they're at a red light, so Shin, like, approaches, and they're like, go, 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 but Shin grabs onto, like, the back of the car as they're driving. I don't know, it's this whole scene, it's supposed to be, like, funny, but eventually they lose him. It's terrifying. Eventually they lose him, and he almost, like, he's in the middle of traffic, he could get very injured and they're hurt. Also, like, there is a strange man hanging onto the back of three teenage girls in a car. It's, like, I, like, this whole time, I'm like, oh my god, this is, like, the scariest thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, they get to school, um, I guess they're at soccer practice. Uh, Wendy is playing soccer. She's a terrible dribbler, by the way. Oh my god, this fucking scene is so bad. Yeah, uh, Jessica ends up scoring, and the coach is like, good job, Jessica, I can't wait for you to be homecoming queen. Yeah, when so- Wendy's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then Jessica has to go in and be goalie, so Wendy gets the ball, she's dribbling down the field, the whole time and then- Shen is watching from the bleachers. Okay, whenever she gets close to the goal, she, she stops, stops the ball. She glares at Jessica. Yeah, they have, like, this little, like, glare off. And but. no one else, like, grabbed the ball and, like, did anything. Yeah, she's, just, like, she's like, in the middle of a breakaway, and then she stops. And Literally, a, like, puts her foot on the ball to stop it, to stare at Jessica. And then she shoots really hard. She does, like, a, a crazy... She does, like, it's, like, sort of a bicycle kick, but before she... While she's in the air and before she goes to kick the ball, she spins... Like, three times. A bunch, yeah. It's the kung fu. And yeah. she kicks it so hard that Jessica, <laughs> even though she catches it, like, it goes, it goes in anyway. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's a goal because Jessica still has the ball in her hands. But if it crosses the line, is not it in a goal? I don't think. I was going to look that up because I don't <laughs> remember. Because usually that does not happen in a game. Yeah, I mean, usually um, you're not kicking with enough force that if that would the ball happen. crosses the goal line in. Oh, it is a goal. Yeah, I think if it crosses the line, it's a goal. Yeah. Yeah, so but everyone goes over to Jessica because, because she just had the wind knocked yeah, she out just got of her this ball like railed into her stomach. <laughs> and, and Wendy's like, why isn't anyone congratulating me? Which like <laughs> honestly, it was a pretty awesome kick, I agree. Yeah, well her friends are like, Where'd you learn how to do that? And she's like, It's just a bicycle kick. And I'm like, No, you, <laughs> first of all, are clearly not very good. <laughs> and second of all, people don't just do ninja bicycle kicks yeah. at practice. Yeah. Um, uh... So, oh, the possessed dog walks into the school and just goes to the principal's office, and Yan Lo is transferred into the principal. Um, Wendy is sitting on the bleachers, and Shen goes up and sits next to her. He holds up the necklace and tells her that she's in danger. Um, Wendy starts to get up, but Shen follows her, and he says that he's a Buddhist monk who has come a great distance to find her, and Wendy's like, ah, ah, Buddhist monk shaves their heads, and Shen was like, I was allowed to grow my hair to fit in, and Wendy's like, you weren't given normal clothes, because you still stand out pretty yeah. badly. Uh, Shen continues to try to explain that evil is near, but Wendy tries to, like, keep walking away. Shen starts saying, like, you can't understand why you're able to do these things with such precision and skill, and Wendy starts listening a little bit, and he's like... Um, he, yeah, explains that there's this evil jade globe, and Wendy is walking away. Shen keeps trying to, like, tell her, like, Yan Lo will possess people, people's bodies, and you never know who they could be in, and you are the descendant of the yin warrior, so it's your job. And he opens the scroll and shows her, like, the image of herself. Yeah, he explains that he's been reincarnated many times to assist the descendant of the yin warrior to battle evil in the name of good. And I looked this up, there is no such thing as, like, the legend of the yin warrior. Yin is a thing, as in, like, the opposite of yang. And when, it, like, the first description is, like, the female power of the universe or something along those lines. Um, but yeah, there is no yin warrior from a quick Google search. <laughs> yeah, Um. like I said, there, from the one video I watched, uh, somebody mentioned that there was a similar story of, like, Uh, evil sense, like, coming back every certain amount of years. I don't think it was 90, but it was some amount, and then, like, you have to, like, battle that, but I don't think they mentioned exactly what the story was. But like I said, I'll link the video down below, so. Um, yeah, so he takes out the scroll of the warrior, and it looks like Wendy, and he says that Wendy must follow in the steps of her ancestors to defeat Yan lo and she's like, well, what if I don't? And he says, famine, earthquakes, oceans rising, locusts, fires, drought, darkness. Bitch, I think the last time Yan lo came, he was not defeated, because look where we are now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And Wendy is just like, uh, that's a lot of pressure for me, I'm just a high school girl trying to get homecoming queen. (laughs) And Shen's like, we must begin your training now. But Wendy's friends are like, hey, let's go to the ball. And Wendy's like, I'll see you there. Bye. <laughs> she yeeted out of there. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Wendy told her friends that Shen is just a cousin from China that's there visiting. And even she though she chased like, them that morning? Yeah. And they're like, well, how did you not know you had a cousin? And she's like, they just didn't tell me. That's just how they are in China. <laughs> she's just like making stuff up. Um, um. Yeah, she's like, tell or keep it a secret because Jessica will probably use this against me for homecoming queen. But then Jessica calls Wendy and is like, "Oh, I heard about your cousin. Like, I saw him. I guess you'll get the monk vote." <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Why does having a cousin visiting from China gonna like wreck your chances at homecoming queen? I don't know. <laughs> Um, so then she's back on the phone with her friends, and her friend Tori suggests that they write, vote for Wendy on chopsticks, and have Shin hand them out at lunch. And Wendy's like, no, and then hangs up, yeah, like she, she should. 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 What the fuck? Yo, 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 vote for Zoe. Yeah, this is very different than that um shen gives wendy the necklace again shows up at the door and demands that she wears it and she's like leave me alone and closes the door yeah so shen again is just sitting outside the house like because it's his duty to protect wendy yeah and so grandma goes outside and brings shen a blanket at night and she grabs the necklace and puts it on wendy while she's sleeping and she says that wendy will be a great warrior uh, the next morning, Wendy throws the necklace on Shen, who's like sitting sleeping outside still, and then at school, Yan Lo is still in the principal's body and he approaches her friend's car, like these teenage girls who go to his school, <laughs> and um he's about to like attack them or something, but Shen finds him and he like, like tackles him to the ground in the middle of this full parking lot with all these students coming to school. And yeah, no and one, no one is, like, the principal just got tackled by Wendy's by cousin. monk. <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, wards him off with the necklace. Yeah. Um, the history teacher comes up. He's just like, hey, man, how's it going? He didn't even, <laughs> he's just like, hey, are you okay? He just got attacked. <laughs> um, but Shen... Uh, yeah, Shen, like, goes up to Wendy and, like, points the necklace at her friends, like, to make sure that none of them are Yan Lo. Wendy yeah. is mortified. And as Lo <laughs> transfers from the principal to the history teacher. Yeah, inside, uh, Shen tells Wendy that she must wear the necklace, and she still just, like, doesn't believe him. This that... is, okay, this is, like, the fourth time in the movie so far yeah, it's that like... Shen has done this. The entire movie could be so much shorter if they just cut out all of this, wear the necklace, I don't want to, Yeah, back and forth. Austin! Ooh. Sorry, I Austin meets Wendy at her locker Um he's like mm, I heard back from the modeling agency And he's like oh and I heard about your cousin Um Shen walks up and points The necklace at Austin he's not Yanlo um Wendy tells him to go Check the bathroom and whenever he walks in All the girls run out screaming and he's like Wendy the bathroom is safe um, Jessica comes up and tells Wendy that she is banned from extracurriculars because of her D average in world history. How does she know that? Well, how does she know that? And she's like, I wonder who told the guidance counselor. The guidance counselor would know. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Jessica is scheming. Um, Wendy says that it is hopeless. She's uh, walking, like, in the middle of the courtyard yeah, talking, like to to talking to herself. herself at school. She's like, oh, the midterm is on China, and I don't know anything about China. And Shen is like, oh, I'll help you. Chinese history is required in the temple. Uh, we don't have to study. I will teach you to look within. So they make a deal to that Shen will tutor Wendy in exchange for wearing the necklace and training her. Uh, um, yeah, then we see that Ganlo transfers from the history teacher to the janitor. This isn't really important. He didn't yeah, do anything in the history do teacher's body. Uh, so Wendy and Shen begin training in the park. There's this, like, montage. Wendy is, like, enthusiastic about it all of a sudden, but she's also just, like, not succeeding. And she's not, like, taking it super seriously. She doesn't understand, like, the gravity of the situation. She's like, answering her phone. But she's also not like, ugh, this is dumb. Yeah, um, also, (laughs) they talk about kung fu and, uh... Shen says, You don't do kung fu. Kung fu is a way of life. But then he said that Jackie Chan said that better in a movie. So, haha. Yeah, fun. Shen makes little jokes here and there. Wow, they laugh together. Um, Shen says that because Wendy is a warrior, that China is inside her. Uh, she must still study, but also learn how to remember 1,500 years of lessons. And she does that by meditation. Yeah. And so we just have a montage of her, like, sitting and meditating in various places. Even right before the test, she's sitting on the desk meditating. I don't know why she had to sit on the desk and not in her chair, but. Yeah, so just by meditating, Wendy gets an A on her midterm. And her teacher's not sketched out that she's gone from, like, failing the class to getting an A. Yeah, and before the test, she was meditating on her desk. Yeah, it's not weird. Um, um so, so she is celebrating, she's telling Shin and he's like, Ah, like you've become more focused, this will be good for your training. And she's like, Well, I have to get back into the homecoming court campaign. Thing. Yeah. And she's like, We'll finish training this summer. Um, and he's like, But evil is near, we must be ready. Yeah. At home, Wendy asks Grandma if she ever misses China, and Grandma says that sometimes she does, and so Wendy asks what she misses most. Grandma says that she misses sitting on her grandpa's lap and he would tell her thousand-year-old stories of warriors and battles. And so she starts telling the story of her favorite, of the yin warrior. <laughs> she's like, my favorite is about a girl who is trained by a monk to accept responsibility to become the yin warrior. Yeah, and so Wendy's like, you really believe these stories? And grandma's like, yeah. And then Wendy accuses Shin of telling grandma that she's the warrior. As Shin walks in with groceries. Yeah, yeah. And Shen's like, she already knew, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And then Grandma says that her mother was the Yen warrior. And she will be one, t- and Wendy will be one, too. Yeah. So Mom gets home and asks who Shen is, and then we cut to dinner, and Grandma's explaining, she's lying and saying that Shen is her grandnephew her distant on her- Her nephew grandnephew. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's fine. And Mom says that he's allowed to stay as long as he wants, but Wendy and Dad are both like, when is he going to leave? And they're like, don't be rude. Yeah, Shed says he'll leave as soon as he finishes his mission, and Grandma's like, his mission is visiting, and he will leave when he is done visiting. and to, like, cause Dad's like, well, what's your mission? And she says that, um... Yeah, visiting is his mission. And then she says, it's a Chinese thing you couldn't understand. <laughs> oh! Oh! Yeah. I love Grandma. <laughs> yeah, well, it was, I mean, it's kind of a deep cut. Like, a, yeah. not a deep cut, like a blow. Like, ooh, yikes. Yeah, Grandma is ruthless. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Shin asks Mom what she thinks of the terracotta warriors, because he, he knows that she's working at this, like, at the exhibit. And then someone... Oh, he says that he knows someone at the temple who could help her with some of the details, because he knows she's been struggling with that. Peter asks if Shen knows Kung Fu, and Shen's like, yeah. And then Peter's like, hey, can you teach me some? I need to defend my side attacks for football. And then Shen's like, yeah, sure, do this. Shen just, like, demonstrates an aerial. Yeah, and they're all like, oh my god, that's so cool! Uh, at the same time, Mom comes in with mooncakes. Grandma. Oh, Grandma comes in with mooncakes. And Mom's like, oh, Grandma, like, you haven't, or Mom, you haven't made these since I was a kid. Grandma's like, well, I didn't make them. And Shen was the one who made them. Dad is, like, very, I don't know, He's, weirded like, out the whole time. He's, upset. Time yeah, day. and so he doesn't take a mooncake, and then he excuses himself. Um, if you don't know what a mooncake is, like me, <laughs> I looked it up. So, they're traditionally, like, very popular during the, oh, God, what was it called? Like, red red autumn fest- or like red harvest moon festival yeah they, they said talk it- about it in the movie in the movie yeah and it's um they are a pastry and they're filled with red bean or lotus seed paste everyone says that it's really good so i don't know yeah never had one yeah um wendy's on the phone with her friends and she starts defending shin because they're like he's kind of weird and wendy's like he's just different you just don't understand and he's not gonna cost him he's not gonna cost me votes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, at the same time, Shin and Peter are bonding over Cheetos and Kung Fu, because Shin has some Cheetos for the first time, and he's like, wow, these are amazing. Yeah, so one day comes downstairs, and she's like, Peter, you need to drive me and Shin to the mall. Uh, so then we have this, like, little shopping montage. For a makeover for Shin. And this whole thing is set to this song. <laughs> it's, like... A really good song. I remember, like, this song, like, whenever I was a kid. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I remember, like, me and my brother, like, dancing to it in the living room. It's sung by Orlando Brown for (laughs) That's So Raven. Mm. It's, like, not popular at all. Like, I've only seen it in this movie. But, you know, it's like, will you go round and circle? It's, like, very funky. Mm. It's Very nice. Yeah. Um, At home, Dad is eating a moon cake. And Mom comes down. um, And she's like, oh, like, I'm surprised that you're having that. And she's like, hey, what was going on? Like, you seemed upset. And so he starts explaining to Mom That whenever he saw the mooncakes, he was, like, brought back to being a kid again. And he kind of feels guilty for growing up and, like, turning his back on his Chinese culture. Um, And he and Mom both agree that, like, that was something that they did together. It was something that they decided they wanted to do. But maybe they should kind of, like, become a Chinese-American family again instead of just trying to be an American family. Mm -hmm. So they're, like, both trying to get more in touch with, like, their American side, which... Again, I'm white and know nothing about being, like, a first-generation immigrant or anything. Or second-generation immigrant or anything. I've definitely seen, like, this sort of feeling in other other TV shows about, like, first-generation children of... Um, immigrant parents yeah well and there's a lot of times like from what I have learned from what other people have explained like there's a disconnect where it's like sometimes the family wants you to still have this culture that you had and sometimes they don't they want you to really like try and assimilate to the American culture and so there's a weird like in between and like there's a lot of times where like people either don't feel like Chinese enough or like American enough or whatever culture um So, yeah, I've heard this explained a lot of different times from a lot of different cultures, and it's something that I think a lot of people can relate to. I know the one video that I watched, somebody talked about, like, really relating to this, as she, like, didn't speak Mandarin or anything like that, and so, like, people she knew felt like she wasn't Chinese enough, but then her, like, American or, like, white friends felt like she wasn't, like, white or American enough, so it's a Yeah, there's a whole bunch of, like, like we said, there's a whole bunch of shows and movies that sort of talk about this feeling that will better explain it that we well, Yeah, but I think it was nice that they included this, just, mm-hmm. like, something. And I think that this was more for, like, the adults watching the movie, because as a kid I don't even remember this scene. I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. I remember thinking Mooncakes had chocolate inside, and I was like, why is Shen so obsessed with chocolate if Mooncakes have chocolate? <laughs> but they do not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um Yes. Yeah, so Austin stops Wendy in the hallway at school the next day. He talks about homecoming and his new highlights. Um, Wendy is distracted because she can't find Shen at her school where he's not a student, um, Austin says that, uh, Shen is gonna ruin their homecoming chances because people are starting to talk, and Wendy is like, well, people should mind their own business, um, and, uh, Shen, uh, sort of, just sort of shows up in the hallway campaigning for Wendy with flyers in his new clothes, and everyone likes him now because he's not dressed like a monk anymore. Yeah. Um, at night, Wendy is saying that everyone loves Shen's makeover, and she learns that he did it for her, because she's like, oh, why'd you let me do that? And basically, because he has a crush on her, even though she's told everyone that it's her cousin. Yeah, I don't know. They never, like, fully explain this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, Wendy brings him a cupcake, and he eats it, and he is amazed, because he has never had chocolate before. And Shen talks about how, like, in all of his past lives, he's just never had chocolate, apparently. And he's like, oh, in my past life, like, I remember your great-grandmother. She almost failed because Yan Lo keeps getting stronger each time. And Wendy's like, if she almost failed, then I guess I really need to focus on my training. And he's like, yeah, you need to focus on your training, but your inner strength is what will help you win or something like that. Uh, So Wendy and Shen start talking about love for some reason. Well, she's like, um, that's a lot of pressure. Let's talk about something else. Tell me about your girlfriends. And Shen goes... What's it like being in love? <laughs> well also, Shin has been a monk his entire life. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have girlfriends. And when he's like, I don't know, and he's like, You're not in love with Austin, and she's like, No, Austin is only in love with himself and we're pretty much only together because everyone said we should. Yeah. And so uh, Chen casually mentions that it's his destiny to die in the battle with Yan Lo. This is Wendy's first time hearing this. And so she's upset. And then she's like, well, you know, you got to live up your teen years if you're about to die. Let's go to a high school party. Yeah. it's <laughs> Yeah. So they, yeah, so Wendy takes it to this party. Um, immediately, this girl starts flirting with him. And Wendy gets jealous. Yeah. Um, she says that they're there together. And then they're like, isn't that your cousin? And she's like, oh, yeah, you can dance with him. Yeah, so Austin comes up. He's angry that Wendy is late and that they didn't color coordinate. Um, Wendy just sort of realizes in this moment that there's no substance to their relationship well, yeah, and Austin, just, like, breaks up with him. Well, Austin is like, oh, aren't you my girlfriend? And Wendy asked, hasn't this been, just been an illusion of the heart? Yeah. What? Well, What's that's what that Shen said earlier? <laughs> yeah, and so then Austin's like, are you breaking up with me? And Wendy's like, yeah, uh... The girl whose party it is kisses Shen on the cheek, and yeah. Wendy storms off at yeah. this. Shen is, like, the life of the party because he's using, like, his kung fu moves to break dance. He's dancing. Yeah, everyone thinks he's really fun, but Wendy storms off whenever someone kisses him on the cheek. Yeah. And she, goes, she takes off the medallion because apparently if her monk boyfriend kisses another girl... She kissed him on the cheek! And she needs to not be safe from the evil anymore. Yeah, so Tori, one of her friends, who is possessed by Yan Lo, as... So, as we know now, approaches Wendy, and Wendy is just sort of, like, unloading everything. She's like, you know, before Shen showed up, my priorities were different, and now things have changed. Um, and that's when Tori holds up the glowing orb to Wendy. Um, Wendy is like, stunned. Like, she, it's not yeah. the, I don't know, her evil. I don't evil. know what the orb does. Yeah. She just kind of sits there. Yeah. Wendy's Shen, other friend pulls the necklace out of a chip bag. And says, this isn't a chip. Yeah, and that's when Shen <laughs> sees it. And he sees, uh, Yan with Wendy, and so he grabs a necklace, he jumps across the pool, and he kicks the ball out of her hands. Um, Wendy then kicks the orb into the pool, and the pool starts bubbling. And on the party goers, they're like, Oh, a hot tub! And yeah. jump into the pool. Yeah, okay, so a bunch of people jump into the pool. Wendy then decides it's time to finish training, but at the party, Jessica takes a picture of Tori in the pool because she's like, oh, this will be funny for the yearbook, even though, like, it's a pool party. I don't know why that's weird, yeah. but because she takes the picture, Yan Lo's spirit is transferred to her through the digital camera. Yeah. um so then we see uh shen take out the tiger snake in the, leopard in the park. and crane it's from, a new scene wendy and shen are in the park yeah from his box and he says that these are her new teachers there's also a dragon for invisibility on her arm which they this never talk real about thing. again there's they're the five animals of kung fu and i will say i was like oh these are real because they are the characters of kung fu panda <laughs> there you go <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the snake master appears after Shen like, says something to make him appear. It's, like, this old monk. And Wendy's like, I can't find f- fight an old guy in the park. That's going to look really bad. So Shin makes the like, snake take the coach's body. Yeah, he, like, kidnaps Wendy's teachers <laughs> so that the monks can possess their bodies. And Wendy can just beat them up instead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So the snake is about teaching her something I don't know she has to climb up a lamppost to get her phone because she's not paying attention but she like climbs by her legs like flipping yeah you should look it up if you haven't seen it it's something else yeah (laughs) uh yeah so then the next thing is that uh the next monk teacher uh Wendy is a soccer goalie and he's like kicking these soccer balls at her at like 90 miles an hour Um, and so, he's basically like, you have, speed is relative, and you have to slow down the balls with your mind. Yeah. So, Wendy, um, slows down the soccer balls and is able to, like, punch them out of the air. Uh, if you're a fan of She's the Man, like I am, she's a ninja goalie! There you go. (laughs) Um, and then she balances on one hand on top of a gazebo, and then she fights all the monks and Shen with these bamboo sticks. Uh, and she wins. This, yeah, this little, like, scrimmage battle. And she's like, oh, like, I feel it within me. Um, and Shen is like, you have officially become a yin warrior. So uh, she takes off the medallion again. And she's like, yeah, I don't she's need she's like, I this guess I anymore. don't need this. Why wouldn't you need that? Just keep wearing it, bitch. So, um. Yeah, Wendy and Shen go to celebrate with cappuccinos. And Grandma was watching on a bench behind the news uh, newspaper the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wendy tells, sh- or Wendy sh- thanks Shen and... And she asks him to be her date to Homecoming. And Shin's like, oh, I can't go. Wendy's like, well, why not? And he's like, well, the battle is coming up. This and is then, also when we learned that Wendy has officially been elected Homecoming queen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so she's queen. And Wendy's like, oh, I can't wait for Homecoming. And then she finds out that the battle is tomorrow during Homecoming. And she's upset because Shin didn't tell her the entire time because he figured that if he told her, she wouldn't ever train or, like, try to focus on it. So, yeah, they're in a fight. And... Wendy walks away angry. Yan Low is in, uh, oh, Jessica Gen- Jessica's body. Jan Yan Lo appears on the museum lawn. And, okay, they did this dress on purpose. Her homecoming dress is, like, black, and it has these layers, and it kind of looks like this, like, warrior suit thing that we saw at the beginning. I think they did it on purpose. I didn't see anything that said they did, but that's what I think the vibe was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in the sh- basement, down low awakens the clay soldiers, and the security guard, like, hears the soldiers chanting, and he goes to investigate, but then he's like, that is out of my pay grade, yeah. and runs away. So, at home, Wendy has her homecoming dress on, it's this orange and God, pink it's number. it's so ugly. <laughs> it's, like, bright pink and neon orange. It was very in for the times, those colors were very <laughs> fun. Anyway, um, she's getting ready, and Grandma brings her, her mother's outfit, her mother's like, traditional. like a battle dress. Yeah, and so... So she's like, oh, here, wear this for the battle. And she's like, what are you doing getting ready for the dance? And Wendy's like, I'm sorry, but being homecoming queen is all I've ever wanted. And I didn't ask to be a yin warrior. And so she's like, please don't be mad at me. And grandma says that she's not, but she leaves (laughs) anyway. Literally, she's like, I'm not angry. And And then gives her, like, this death look. (laughs) Oh, my God, it's so good. (laughs) So, Wendy's, like, talking to herself, and she's like, you know what? I don't have to feel bad. Evil can wait. This is my day. Blah, 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 blah. Wendy really is that girl who talks to herself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Shen arrives to battle Yanlo alone, and the soldiers start attacking him. This whole battle takes place in the museum basement where all the ancient Chinese artifacts are being stored before the exhibit opening. (laughs) Yeah, uh... At home, Dad is taking pictures of Wendy before the dance, and then someone knocks on the door. Wendy goes to answer it, but it's all the monks from earlier, stolen in, her, like, her in the teacher bodies. bodies. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we need your help. Uh, we cut back to the fight. Yan Lo crashes Shen into this big box, and we don't know what's happening. They, The teachers told Wendy that Shen went into battle alone. Yeah, and so her appointment with Destiny has come up, and again she's saying like she's sorry, but like they said, he's alone and he's gonna die for sure if she doesn't help. So uh, back at the battle, th- all of the warriors pin Shin down with like their um, bamboo sticks. Yeah, and so uh, it's, Wendy. It's like it seems and, to. It seems that he has lost, but then Wendy and all the monk teachers show up. Yeah, and the battle continues. Yeah. And then fucking grandma. <laughs> yeah, okay, so the battle is going on. Wendy's doing fine in her homecoming dress, kicking ass, wearing her heels and dress. And then grandma shows up and is like, here, change into this. I knew you'd show up. So Wendy somehow immediately like, changes. magically changes into this dress. During the battle. In the middle of it. John Lo did not take advantage of that, apparently. I will say, like, I know it's, it's like a traditional dress. It is gorgeous. And Brenda Song looks so good in it. (laughs) Yeah, and so she starts kicking ass, continues kicking ass. Grandma's just, like, standing off to the side watching. Yeah, no one's trying to go for Grandma to make Wendy more vulnerable. She's just like, oh, go, Wendy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so they just keep, uh, fighting as the monks are, like, fighting off the terracotta soldiers, they'll fall to the ground, and then separately, they shatter, so they, like, break. The clay soldiers. Well, yeah. Well, I know, I get it, but I'm saying, like, they don't fall to the ground and break, they fall to the ground, they're there, and then they break. Um, I will say about these, um, like, fighting scenes, listen, I'm I'm a huge fan of the Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. I love the fight scenes in Cobra Kai, but these fight scenes, there is so much, like, um like flying harness tricks like they're constantly just like up in the air at one point they just like kick feet and they're like sp- like doing backflips and spinning and like I don't I don't know much about martial arts to begin with but when I watched these scenes I was not a big fan of the extra flying harnesses <laughs> in these fights Yeah I don't know it was just a fight scene I don't care much <laughs> about these movies so yeah, so they're fighting, um, the clay soldiers start breaking, and then Wendy summons light from her hands. Yeah, she, like, harnesses the energy and, like, uses, like, pushes it, like, at Jessica and uses it to, like, cast Yablo out of her body. Uh, so Jessica wakes up, confused. Well, and they think that Lo is, like, gone. Because yes. yeah, his spirit, like, oh, like, like disappears. Jessica wakes up, and Wendy's like, oh, um, we were on our way to homecoming. You can go. Take the crown. It's yours. Bye. Yeah, so Jessica <laughs> just, just leaves. Like, okay. Yeah, and so Shin is like, oh, I guess I got to survive this time. I don't know why. That's cool. But then, uh-oh, Lo is back in his full form. He He's not in anyone in else's body. Samurai statue form. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is the first time he's ever shown up in person to a battle. Um, Yanlo has, like, Shen by the grasp, and Wendy is like, no, no, but Shen is like, it is my destiny, um, and Wendy's like, grandma, what do I do? (laughs) And she says, everything you've learned. So uh, Wendy harnesses the energy again, and she uses it to make Yanlo drop Shen. Um, Wendy tells Yanlo that no, like, it's not destiny, and then again, she uses the energy to bring Shen back to life. And they fight Yan Lo together, and their combined power kick in the air makes Yan Lo explode, and now he's gone forever. Uh, um, yeah, Wendy changed Shen's destiny. Yeah, the monks come out and they announce that Yan Lo has been destroyed, the legend is forever. Over, and they say, and Wendy's like, what happened? And they're like, because of the true sacrifice for the world and a friend, it's really not ever explained yeah. what sacrifice. Be, it's just homecoming queen. Is a bad bitch. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> just,
1: yeah, um, the monks s-
0: are also no longer needed, and they say that Shen. This is Shen's last reincarnated life. He can stay here with Wendy. um The monks leave the teachers' bodies, and they're all like, "What the fuck?" And yeah. Grandma's like, "We were just on our way to my house for mooncakes. Everyone, yeah, let's go." And all of them are just like, "Okay, that's fine." Um, yeah, they're all, like, sore and confused. They're all, like, limping up the stairs Yeah. because they just battled an ancient Chinese spirit. Yeah, and Shin is like, you know, I've been eating mooncakes for thousands of years. Let's go get a cappuccino instead because they did that earlier in the movie. And then they run off together. And that's it. And that's it. That's the end of the movie. They never, they're, I don't know if we're supposed to believe that they're in a relationship now. Uh, yeah, I don't know how they're going to explain to everyone because she told them that that was her cousin. Yeah, I liked it better when they were just friends. I don't know. It was a weird thing going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Nope, that was Wendy Woo. Wendy Woo, homecoming <laughs> home warrior. Like I said, the green eye part really scared me as a child, but <laughs> I did think it was cool that she was a home- homecoming warrior. Mm-hmm. She was a bad bitch. And that was one of the things that I did hear people say, because I think somebody mentioned that traditionally, like, women in these movies are, like, the damsels in distress. They're never the ones, like, fighting. Also, And they're, like, submissive and stuff like that. And and stereotypically, whenever you do see Asian women in, like, TV and film, they're just kind of, like, the quiet, like, smart nerds. In orchestra, yeah. Well, and that was one of the other things somebody said too. They appreciated that Brenda Song's character is like this popular girl mm-hmm. whose like life does not revolve around school or anything like that. Like it's just about like her wanting to be mm-hmm. homecoming queen and not anything about like her culture. So I don't know. There's like divide there. So yeah, yeah. Lots of discussion that y- you can look up further. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't really we, talk about yeah, it because it's not our culture. Right. So. <laughs> it's not our experience. Yeah. Did you have any favorite quotes or anything? I don't think that I wrote anything down specifically. Yeah, I don't think so. They tried to make jokes here and there, but... (laughs) Like, there was one time, I don't know, Shen made a joke, and Wendy goes, Oh, you! (laughs) Yeah, well, Shen is always, like, trying to make jokes. They're not very funny, for the most part. They don't land. No, maybe it's just a difference in culture. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. How did you rate and rank this? I give us a three and a half out of five. Um, I put it at number 24 below *Incompatible one and above c 9 C-3*. I gave this a three out of five. I put it at number 31. I put it below *Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff* and above *Jet Jackson the Movie*. And next week we are watching *Read It and Weep*. Oh, this movie gives me so much secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like an anxiety inducing movie, honestly. I, we I, get the I, Panna I Baker movie, sisters. I think this movie contributed to why I never wrote it in a journal ever. <laughs> oh, I, I keep journals, but we get the Panabaker Baker sisters. I'm very excited to see them. Love so. it. See them together. Yeah, that's it. Bye.